My name is Eric Gauci. My class year was 1994. My major was American Studies. I am from all over the place, so I answer that question differently every time. But I graduated high school from Seattle. I grew up in Maine. And my adopted hometown was Chicago, because that's where I lived the longest as an adult. Now I live in Omaha. So, you're pulling out of Grinnell after graduation. Who are you with, and what are two or three things that you remember having with you? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Who was I with? So, I, I decided right around the time I graduated, I really was struggling with a couple of things. One, trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. Right. And then the other thing was really getting over Grinnell. Like, Grinnell was as much a home to me for four years as any place I had ever lived. And I grew up moving around a lot. Mm -hmm. So I just really became very attached to the place. And it, I think a lot of that didn't really hit me until I left, you know, the day I left. So the and day, that's what I was going to ask. So yeah. you're, you're literally pulling out and looking around and going, what do I do without this place? You know, it's yeah. home. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, I, I felt immediately that it was no longer my home. Mm -hmm. that there was that sense that that it's temporary. You can only stay for a while, and people kind of look at you differently. Like, what are you still doing here? So I knew I no longer really belonged. It was no longer my home, but I didn't really know anything else. Grinnell was such an immersive experience. It was so much became so much a part of my identity. I don't know. It was almost like a breakup to leave. Yeah. You know, it was like a love affair with Grinnell that ended. And so that what was going through my mind was... You know, what do I do next? It just felt exciting to be starting a new chapter, but also um, disorienting, and, yeah. uh, and it hurt. <laughs> so do you think while you were still a student, in the back of your mind, you were thinking about how that was going to hurt, or had you blocked it out, or did you not realize? <laughs> it's funny. So our, my soccer coach at Grinnell, John Fitch, mm -hmm had a lot of really funny things that he would say. Um, he was a character. But one of the things I remember him saying was asking a Grinnell College student to think two weeks into the future is like asking them to shoot their grandfather. <laughs> it was one of those things that, like, you hear it and you laugh and you think that, you know, that's just crazy. But then yeah. you think about it and you're like, okay, well, there's actually some truth to that. Yeah. Colorful way to say it. But my experience, and I think most of my peers at the time, the way we approached life was very much in the moment. Mm. And in my experience at Grinnell anyway, that the, the culture of being a Grinnell student and the environment there was such that it was very much in the moment. You're living in the moment, you're present in the moment, and thinking about the future was really secondary. It definitely was for me. I thought about the future in very general terms, yeah. but not specific. I felt like Grinnell was preparing me for life and like, everything that possibly could happen in life but nothing specific and you know maybe maybe i was atypical maybe that was what everybody was like i don't know i can only speak for myself yeah. but by the time i was getting ready to finish and when i graduated and left i really didn't have much of a plan mm. other than i wanted to do interesting things and i was excited about the possibilities yeah. i wasn't pessimistic at all i was extremely optimistic and thought and really excited about life but i had no specific plan whatsoever in retrospect now, do you wish that on an institutional level the school had kind of helped you shape that a little bit more and be a little bit more specific? Do you think it's just a byproduct of 
the kind of learning that you do there in and out of the classroom? I don't know. I don't know if I would if I would change anything. It's hard for me to look at it from the perspective of 20 plus years later mm. because now I th- I look back at myself and I just laugh. Like, what what were you what were you thinking? Um, <laughs> but it all kind of worked out okay, yeah. you know. I think maybe some more specific guidance, you know, certainly couldn't hurt. But, you know, I, I think that the just kind of the the, the foundation that um, that I felt that I got and most of my peers, I think, would agree of you know, critical thinking yeah. and creative problem solving. And and also, I think there's something to just the confidence that you have coming out of a place like Grinnell where you feel like you can do anything. And I, I think for me, that was a perfect preparation for an entrepreneurial career path yeah. that I really felt like there, there's sort of a naivete that comes with that, which can be really useful. Why not? You know? Yeah, why not? Like, why, why, why not uh, try something new? So what was that first step right afterwards? So for me, I took, I took a brief interlude where I went to Madison, Wisconsin. And Madison was appealing to me because I had spent a couple of summers there mm-hmm. while I was in school. It was close enough to Grinnell that I didn't have to go far away. I had friends in the area. My uh, girlfriend at the time was there. Mm-hmm. And so there was a little bit of kind of a mini Grinnell community there. So after graduation, I thought, you know, I'm going to just go to Madison for a few months and kind of get my bearings, yeah. sort of chill out, and then figure out what I'm going to do for a job. Right. So it was more kind of, I was still in sort of summer mode, Yeah. even though I had just graduated. Yeah, it's summer vacation. It's summer, the same thing. Yeah, yeah you're just kind of, yeah, <laughs> I had been doing it every every other year. So right. I thought, oh, I'll do that again and then figure out what I'm going to do in the fall. And it was actually a Grinnell connection that took me to Chicago. So I that summer, a bunch of us from different years, you know, 92, 93, 94, around then, got together. And one of the guys who was there had graduated a couple of years prior and he was working in Chicago. He said, Hey, I just joined this internet startup. And at this time, most people didn't even know the word internet. Yeah. It was the first internet service provider in Chicago. Mm. And it was started by a handful of guys, young guys in their twenties that he went to high school with. And he said, you know, we're growing really fast and we need people, you know, you should check it out. So I did. I, followed up with them and I drove to Chicago from Madison. I interviewed with them and they, you know, they're like, Hey, do you want, the, do you want a job? I said, sure. And, Again, and that why was, not? Why yeah. not? That was really a, a really formative experience in, in my life, getting to thrown into this, uh, this internet startup way before the dot-com boom as really the ground floor. And it was, uh, it was through a Grinnell connection that, yeah. Before, when, when you're kind of looking around going, what now? I mean, did you have a sense of what passions you were interested in pursuing? Was there stuff that you developed at Grinnell or outside that you felt like, I don't know what role I can be in, but this is the kind of stuff I want to be around? Yeah. I mean, a lot of the things that I was interested in Grinnell, I had my doubts about whether or not I could make a living doing them. Mm. Um, so I was pretty involved in music and theater, and uh, those were great passions for me. 
but I wasn't sure if I had the stomach for trying to make a living doing them. I liked, you know, working at KDIC, working at the, at the radio station, um, writing, doing some, you know, some writing for the S&B and some other publications. So communications made sense to me. Mm-hmm. So working at this internet startup, I was able to pretty quickly move into a communications role simply because there was no one else there to do it. With those um, skills, yeah. That, uh, <laughs> and nobody like, really wanted to do it. So yeah. it, was, it was all a blank slate. So I just started doing communications and public relations and advertising and marketing and really learned by doing. And that all made sense to me, even though I hadn't thought about that as a career and I hadn't planned for that. Those fit my interests of of uh, of writing and uh, theater and debate and you know music and radio. All those things kind of made sense to me in the communications world. 